Welcome to the Align Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Kerslake, CEO of personal branding agency, Pinegate Road, and business coach to online service providers, coaches, and educators. I know that you believe that living a great life is so much more than the business that you lead or the money that you make. Each week, we'll dive into what it actually takes to live an aligned life with a business that supports it. Let's do this. This show is brought to you by the Align Business Academy. Are you so ready to go all in with your online business and hit six figures this year in a way that feels fulfilling and true to you? Apply now for the Align Business Academy. This is our signature program that helps you scale your online business with one-on-one and community support, a framework for learning all things online business, and a proprietary three-part system for scaling while working way less than you are now. Say hello to more freedom, income, and impact. Apply now at pinegateroad.com academy. That's pinegateroad.com academy. Welcome to the Lime Business Podcast. I am excited to have you here today. I know I always say that when I hop on the show, but I truly am um, always just so excited to have you listening in and honestly sharing when you are listening and the ahas that you're getting. Sometimes I feel like podcasting because it's done in such a, I guess, like behind the scenes kind of way. And then it just like gets put out there. And then all of a sudden we're like, whoa people are really listening. (laughs) So thank you for listening and being here and spending this time with me today. I know you have a lot of other um, choices that you can be doing and spending your time. And I just love that you are here today and spending this time to grow your business and really hone in on what it is that you are doing to step into the future version of you. So today's guest, we have Steph on this show, Stephanie Weber. She is a brand strategist. She started as a fashion influencer and really started to hone in and grow her business in some big ways. And people took notice. She decided to start coaching other people to be able to grow their own brands and really create massive impact in their lives. And she's just doing incredible things. We are in a group program together and we had some... I guess we had some like mutual friends behind the scenes and I didn't realize that like everybody knew each other. And as soon as I did, I was like, Steph, we've got to meet each other. We are in this group and I would love to have you on the podcast to chat more about your business, learn about your journey. And so I invited her on as I do. I love sometimes just being like, hey, this is the first time we're meeting, but let's record it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's what we did. And I'm so excited for you to meet my new friend, Steph, um, and get to learn more about brand strategy, how you can start to grow a coaching business, how quick growth can happen when you are dedicated to that success and working through, you know, the ups and downs that come along with that. And she just, she radiates amazingness. And I'm just so excited to introduce you to her today um, or to re-meet her if she's somebody that you already know and spend online time with. So without further ado, here is Steph. Hello, Steph. How are you? I'm so good, Kelsey. Honored to be here with you today. I am so excited to have you here today. And I'm so excited that you are okay with us having an introduction podcast call today. (laughs) I I don't know about you. Yeah. So I've done this sometimes. I'm like, there are people I just want to meet, 
there are like, we're in each other's circles and I'm like, let's just meet each other and record it. And it'll be a podcast show. So you are one of these special guests that I'm meeting for the first time and getting to record our conversation. But we are in the same coaching program. We had some mutual friends and I was like, I think we just need to know each other. And I'm so interested in what you're doing, what you've been able to accomplish in your business, having a baby, all of the things. And I was like, I just need to dive into this because I love meeting like-minded entrepreneurs and just diving into their stories. So Welcome. (laughs) Thanks, Kelsey. I could not agree more. I feel like it's really cool. Like Legacy Builders has obviously brought us together and then all of obviously like the various different connections, et cetera. And it's cool that we are able to one, support each other, but two, like be on this kind of mutual ground of like, what is life some days? Um, And I feel like it makes it so much more, uh, it feels less lonely. Because yes. entrepreneurship can feel that way, you know, it can feel like, am I, am I crazy? Am I alone here? Um, and then you meet other entrepreneurs that are in your circles and you're like, okay, okay, this is, we're going to be okay. It's all good. Yes. Yeah. That is like such a huge reason why I love community. And I've, I've kind of surrounded myself in community for a long time because of that, because in my day-to-day life, our life is not normal. Like, Right. The people that I have in my, like as friends outside of entrepreneurship, they're just like, I can't, I just can't dive into the same things that I do with the entrepreneurship community, which is awesome. Like I love having outside like friends like that. And when you're in this place where you're bringing on employees and you're leveling up and building seven, eight figure businesses and just like the personal growth and mindset shifts that happen with that, it's like, yeah, you need to be around other people who are doing this because it's so hard to be alone. So I love that you brought that up and yeah, it's just very special to be in community. (laughs) It is. It totally is. I love that. So good. Awesome. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself and just share a little bit about your business and yeah, what you, what you do in this online world and who you Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So my name is Steph Weber and I am the CEO of the Weber Co where we empower women entrepreneurs to build a brand that captivates and converts. We leverage clarity and strategy in order to do that. So I teach very much that branding and marketing go hand in hand. They are not two separate entities. You cannot have one without the other. So the way that I teach this is the brand is kind of like the solid foundation. So if you were to build a home, you wouldn't be able to just go put studs up, which is marketing, right? You have to lay that solid brand foundation, which is your messaging. It's your voice. It's the It's your brand offer. It's your brand promise. It's your avatar. I mean, there are so many pieces that go into that brand, which then when you go to market and really amplify your message, if you have that solid brand foundation, that message is just heard by so many more people who are the right people that you actually want to be talking to with your marketing efforts, et cetera. Um, So that's a little bit about what we do here at the Weber Co. Um, I got started in this crazy online world uh, years ago, actually. So I started actually working for um, a prom dress boutique when I was 17. And I was a sales associate there. So, you know, working in the retail space, but I've always worked with small businesses. I worked with for Victoria's Secret for like a hot five seconds and hated my life. And I was like, nope, never again. Um, so I've always worked with entrepreneurs. And so I started working with this prom boutique. I went to college um, and put myself through school and um, worked for them the whole time I was there. And when I graduated, I had a job with them. So I was there 
brand manager, general manager. You, you wear so many different hats in a small business. So I helped them at, open a second location, but I was also doing all of their marketing efforts, branding, marketing, et cetera. So um, I've always been in that realm. I started my own brand in 2016 as a fashion, beauty, and travel influencer. So that was the time where like bloggers were coming on the scene and working in the fashion industry. We were like doing collaborations and partnerships with bloggers. And I was like, I could do this. I could talk about what I'm wearing and I could write a blog about it. And I could share that on Instagram and like be who I am and share what I want to share and kind of do it in my own way. Um, and that journey led me to work with a lot more entrepreneurs and promoting their small businesses. That was my focus as an influencer. And at the time we were living in Indianapolis, which is where I grew up. And I knew that I wanted to support the small businesses that I truly just believe make our community so special and so cool. And I, I very much believe that women entrepreneurs make the world go around. And it's, it's like, that's who I love to support. Um, and doing that though, that's when I started to realize, okay, a lot of these entrepreneurs, a lot of these small businesses are just jumping on Instagram or they're jumping on Facebook and they're trying the marketing tactics without really laying the brand foundation. And then they're frustrated by marketing efforts that aren't actually working for them. And also no one has any idea how to market their business for like for their business specifically. You know, it's not a cookie cutter, like one size fits all deal. Sure. There are certain like frameworks, both in the branding space and in the marketing space that work for businesses. But at the end of the day, each business is different and each business owner is a little bit different. So what works for me may not work in a copy paste method for someone else. So anyway, I realized that recognized it. And in 2018 massively started to shift and pivot my brand into the Weber Co as you see it today. That was kind of a long winded answer, but hopefully it's helpful. <laughs> I love it. I also started as a lifestyle blogger by accident. I started in 2011 and just started blogging because I was like, I need an outlet. Um, and people, because I was in school for graphic design, people were like, I love the design on your blog. It was not about my fashion choices or anything. It was like, the actual design of your blog is cute, but like I'll take or leave the actual posts. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yep, yep. That's um, fair. So yeah, I that's how I kind of started too, and uh, it grew, and I started my design studio based off of my lifestyle blog. So wow. here we are today. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. That's so cool. That's so cool. yeah, that's amazing. I love it. We both leads you so many different places. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and I love what you're saying about the brand foundations. Um, it's just, in, it's interesting to me because I've never thought of it in the same context as you just used it. I always think of it as like business foundations and like ah. brand being a part of that. Have you heard that before? I have, I have. Yeah. And I think everybody has a different explanation or a different way of viewing that. The way that I like to view it, Kelsey, is the brand is like the emotion and it's the feel and it's ultimately it's the reason that people are going to say yes to you. The business is like, okay, what are you offering that is you're asking for dollars in exchange for because business like the exchange of dollars, right? Mm. So that to me is like your products or your programs or like whatever it may be. But there has to be messaging and a voice and a reason and a why and an emotion behind that in order for people to actually say yes. Um, so that's kind of the way that I look at those two and, and how I think of them differently. Yeah. I just never heard somebody explain it like that. And I was like, Ooh, this is like a really cool differentiation because as a, as a brand designer, like more of the, mm -hmm. the logos and we do brand strategy and things like that, but it just, it sounded very different from what I usually like take as an actual brand. So I was like, sure. Ooh, this is a really good 
like, I think we're using different terms for some similar things. And I was like, I love this perspective. So totally. thanks for diving yes. in there. <laughs> Absolutely. You're so welcome. So what are some of the things that you are working on this year? I know that you like, I know some of the, like, okay, you just had a baby and mm-hmm. I saw you just threw a retreat, both of which are like in my life too. We are doing in vitro for a second baby right now. We have our first, we're also planning a retreat for our mastermind ladies. We have two levels of programs in our coaching business. And so we're doing that in the fall. And I was like, this is really, you're, we're in the same spheres and I'm like, what is going on in your life? And what's, what are all the things? (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question, Kelsey. Honestly, um, I feel like ever since 2020, I feel like I've been just like, keep trying to keep my head above water because of the growth that we've experienced, which I'm so thankful for. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I got to get my feet a little bit planted here, uh, and be able to feel like I can put one foot in front of the other. But, um, yes, so we did, I just had a baby and he is so sweet. He was born in February and that was a wild, crazy adventure of just like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur and I've got to still be in the business and take care of this little life. And I'm really, really thankful that I have great, a great support system in my life and people who are here to help me. I mean, my husband took five weeks off of work and I dove back into the business earlier. So I'm super, super thankful for that. Um, so on my personal, personal side of my life this year, uh, really just learning how to be a mom. And every day is a learning curve and every day is a little bit different. And uh, he surprises us every day. And just when we get used to it or not it, but when we get used to him and when we get used to his schedule and his routine and who he is right now, he changes. They change all the time. Like they go through these crazy things called developmental leaps. And they're like totally different people when they go through them because they learn so much and they observe new things. And it's just like, it's a crazy experience for them. So really learning how to be a mom. We have a trip planned to Disney in November, a trip that we've been trying to take for two years now because, you know, 2020 happened and nobody went anywhere. Um, And also I was pregnant and not going to go to Disney while pregnant. So anyway, we're going in November and taking him for the first time. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be awesome. Can I talk more about like, what are the support systems that you have in place for like being an entrepreneur and being a mom? I know everybody does this differently, but like, what does that day-to-day support look like? And how often are you in your business? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, with this year, with where we are with growth, I'm getting ready to hire one, possibly two full-time team members. But before before that happened, um, I had team members that were independent contractors who were supporting my clients while I was on what I would say is a sort of kind of maternity leave. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, I feel like, well, you know, everybody, everyone makes their own choice. So what works for me, again, you guys, like what works for me may not work for everybody else. But this was a choice that my family and I made. And so this is like what has worked for us. But um, he was born on February 14th. And so I took two full weeks off of like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not doing anything at all. And then I started to slowly ease back into the business, but I didn't do any client calls for that first like full month of him being here. Um, So I didn't do anything, you know, that involved me having to like be on a camera too much because, you know, I just didn't know what life was going to be like. But like I said, my husband took five full weeks off of work. And so he was super helpful. And just I, as I was like getting back into the business and working a few hours a day. Um, and then after that, my mom actually came out from Indy and she's here currently, um, helping us with him during the day. So Monday through Friday, she is here taking care of him, etc. If that would not have been the case, 
he, we likely would have had to hire a nanny or hire somebody to come in and help in the home. Um, he will go to a Goddard school, which is like a Montessori inspired school in July. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I just didn't want him to go somewhere in those first like few months of life when he like his immune system is so weak and he's just like trying to figure it out and be sick. And I know that that's like what my life is possibly going to be come July. And so that's going to be okay. But, um, that's, that's what we decided to do. And that's what worked for us. So between my team and having like the independent contractors that have helped to support clients and bring in new clients, et cetera. And then obviously family, it's, that's what my support system has looked like, but, um, everyone's is a little bit different. What I would say to that is that you just can't do it alone. Like there's no way I, there's no way I could have done this by myself. And I, I have several clients who are single moms and I have so much respect for what they do day to day and just like trying to balance all of the things and provide for their kids. And it's, it's amazing. So anyway, find, find a good support system and make sure that you like have people in your life who know what's going on and who like understand motherhood in a way that they can be there for you when you need that. Yeah. I love that. And it same here. It's just like it, I just wanted to have everything open so I could just see how I felt and then get whatever support I needed. And I definitely agree that you cannot do this alone. It's, it's impossible. And is, I guess one of my things is like, just make as much money as you can to be able to hire as much support as possible. That was like, I know that isn't for everybody all of the time, but that was a huge blessing. Like I had my business up and running and going much like you did before um, I, I got pregnant. And one of the big things I left my corporate job so that I could actually get my business stable before I was going to have a family. And it all happened in that way, which I'm really thankful for. Um, but yeah, I just, now it's like, just get the financial stability so that you have the options when you go into that. And yeah, that's what, even the first time I had really bad postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. um, just lots of things going on. I, I still haven't done a podcast episode. I need to like, I need to do it and download it all. But this time around, I'm like, okay, how can I actually plan to make sure that I'm personally taken care of so that I can be there for a second baby. And this is really looking like getting a postpartum doula, um, getting night nurses, (laughs) getting like meal delivery. I'm just like, I don't care how expensive this is and how much it costs. It's going to be so worth it for me to be able to be an okay person based on what I experienced the first time. It was just I didn't have that level of support that I needed the first time. And I really mentally suffered. And I think my baby suffered because of my mental state. So just get as much support as you can. (laughs) Biggest thing. (laughs) I I have heard wonderful things about a doula. That's not something we did this time, but I'm like, next time we might do that. And just like having that extra person there that's like, hey, maybe try this when baby's crying or maybe try that, you know, that would be helpful too. But yes, yeah, I love that. That's huge. I didn't do a doula or anything. We just did hospital birth, like yep. went to some classes and that was about it. <laughs> yep. yep. 100%. Um, yeah. So I was like, I need to actually take care of my own mental health during this experience. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's, that's so important. That's so important. So outside of being a mom, what is business up to? I guess how I kind of want to backtrack a little bit after you started working with other entrepreneurs, like you were transitioning from your lifestyle, um, being an influencer and 
work, starting to work with other entrepreneurs? Like, was that immediately coaching? And do you call yourself a coach or do you call yourself like a, just tell me about that. Yes. No, this is a great question. So I started Kelsey, probably like so many entrepreneurs start, um, with like a $97 an hour offer. And I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll do consulting. It'll be like $97 an hour. And we'll see how that goes. Well, that was great, except that when you really do the math and you do the numbers, that's not sustainable. <laughs> it's just not. When you're, especially in those beginning stages, a $97 offer at some point, it maybe makes sense once you have a large enough audience and whatever. There's, that's like a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. But that's kind of how I started. So I started consulting and really figuring out, okay, what do these entrepreneurs not know? What do I need to teach? What needs to be included here? And then I developed a 10-week coaching program, which focused heavily on the branding side with a little bit of Instagram and Facebook sprinkled in. But again, I was going, okay, there are gaps. This needs to be longer. There needs to be more here. This isn't like, it doesn't include enough to really create the transformation that I wanted to create for entrepreneurs. So then I get to 2020 and go, okay, something's got to give here because this 10 week program, while this has been great, I know it's not enough. And I know also that it's not necessarily sustainable. And I know that it's not providing the real, the total transformation that I want to provide. Then I come across Kelly Roach and I'm like, okay, I, I think that this is the coaching program that I need to invest in so that I can coach my clients at a higher level, et cetera. So I invested there, created a 12 month coaching program. And that's kind of been the evolution of, of what business has looked like for me, but it was really going, it was really just getting started and it was getting my feet wet and going, okay, what do these entrepreneurs truly need? What's going to help them throughout the process of creating a brand that disrupts their industry and then amplify their voice using marketing tactics that feel good for them. Um, and what do they need to know about that? And how can I help them truly get to uh, point Z, uh, which is that end of, I have this awesome brand. I have raving brand fans. I have sustainable income. I've created massive impact in the lives of those that I'm helping in some capacity. So I do call myself a brand coach. Um, I do done with you slash for you services, but only for my one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, so it's like coaching slash consulting, and it's like a really cool customized experience, um, with inside of our coaching program which is my signature program, there is so much support for the entrepreneurs that are in there and they have accessibility to me and to our accountability coaches and you know anybody that's a part of my team. So it's a very cool program that really walks them through and gives them this community of other entrepreneurs who are going through the same thing. So it's like one of my favorite things to wake up to this Facebook group of entrepreneurs who are like brainstorming back and forth with one another and helping each other out, providing feedback and all the things. I love that. Yeah, it's, really incredible what can happen when you're in both that community, but also getting the one-on-one -on -one attention that you really need in order to dive deeper. And it's like that yeah. mix match is a beautiful place and experience. Yeah. And, um, obviously that is like what we facilitate similarly in our program, like that kind of support. So it's, yes. yeah, very, very cool. So, okay. I would love to talk, like, I'll just share a little bit of my story. So when I've been coaching, I mean, I had my agency that got scaling, growing team, et cetera. And then I decided to start coaching because some people were asking about it. And so uh -huh. for about two and a half years, it was this like small scale coaching program. It was three to six months. I'd launch it when I felt like it, you know, I'd maybe have max 12, 15 people in each like cohort. Um, and so in January of 2020, I was like, this actually needs to be an evergreen 
12 month program where people can always enroll because what I hated was that people would say, I'd love to work with you. And I'm like, well, you have to wait six months because I just launched my one cohort and you can only get in like when I'm launching it at these certain points. And so I'd had that coaching background. And then I was like, I am re reevaluating how this is happening and getting the support that people actually need. And this is when I also went away from me providing the one-on-one to our coaches providing the one-on-one. And so I'm there facilitating and they're getting that one-on-one support from somebody else who's trained by me so that like we can actually scale and have a bigger community than I'd ever be able to do on my own. And this way of doing a program literally changed the game for me and my business. Um, Last year, we like tripled our revenue from my agency the year before. And like this year, we're, you know, on track to like triple that again. And it's just like blowing my mind (laughs) how this has happened. And I also added a second level of the program. So for people who are already hitting six figures, how do they scale beyond that? And I'm just like, wow, this type of program and the delivery is like infinitely scalable and amazing. And it just changed everything for our business. And I'd love to hear kind of like how you were delivering before and how you felt about that and how switching this model to something more scalable has impacted you, your life, your team, all of the things. I love that, Kelsey. That's so cool. Okay. Our journeys are so very similar. Very interesting. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, I mean, very similar to you. When I had my 10-week coaching program, it was not evergreen. So it was like, a, oh, hey, I'm doing this. Go apply. I would get, you know, eight to 10 people in. And that was great. But then again, I was with them for 10 weeks. And then there wasn't like a next step. It was a like, okay, well, (laughs) go do the work. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so it wasn't as strategic as it needed to be in order to truly create, okay, what do they really need to create branding efforts and marketing efforts that make sense for them? And it needed to be a longer program. It needed to be 12 months. So much changes in a year when you're an entrepreneur, so much changes in a year. And so to have support for a full year is incredible. How I was delivering previously was on Zoom, very similar to how we're having this conversation. So it was on Zoom and it was a once a week group call. They had access to me on Voxer and we worked out of Google folders. And that's like, that's what it was. Now, inside of my program, they have access to a membership site where I've done trainings. They have access to a Facebook group where there are additional live calls every single week. They have access to me or their accountability coach on Boxer. Um, Trying to think. Those are those pieces. They get a weekly check-in. I mean, we've built in so much accountability within the program and so many different resources and places that they can go to really be served and find value. Um, so that, I mean, it looks very different than, than it did with the membership site and all of those different pieces and the way that we structured it. Aside from that, we're truly creating community. So the retreat, um, that we just hosted, that was a client only retreat. So everybody that came on the retreat has, has been at some point or is still currently a client of the Weber co. Now I am hosting another retreat in the fall. And if it fills with clients first, then it fills with clients first. If it doesn't, then I will open it to the public. Um, but what was cool about that was seeing these women in person who had seen each other on zoom calls, who knew of each other, but then they got into a space together and all of these ideas were coming up and how could they work together to support one another? And like, I was like, that's 
that's huge. Like that's another reason why I do this. And that's another reason why in-person events are super cool. And I'm really glad that they're starting to come back to life. I know they just literally like every time I go to an in-person retreat, it, it just changes everything for my business in a really good way. And I've missed it so much. I've gone to a couple virtual retreats and while they're, they can be so lovely. It's just like not the same as being in the space and getting away from your day-to-day life. And I just can't wait for these to come back. And I have a weird technical question. Like you open this up to your clients. Was this an additional cost or investment that you like then just presented to your clients? Right. So this is a good question, Kelsey. So it was both actually. So the way that this works is whenever my clients join um, the Academy. So brands, the captivate Academy is my program. They actually Mine's called Academy it. too. <laughs> That's Love really it. funny. We're so, so much in alignment. It's great. It's great. Um, whenever they join, they get a $500 scholarship to use towards a retreat. Um, so I, I know that I'm always going to host two retreats a year, at least at this point. I mean, things can change in business, but anyway, at this point, that's kind of the structure. So they get a $500 scholarship to be able to use towards the retreat, but it is an additional cost, but I also invested my own dollars into the retreat as well. So basically what they pay for when they come, they cover their hotel room, they cover their food, um, they cover transportation. And that was pretty much what they covered they also covered a photographer to come in and I did like mini content shoots for everybody that came because I feel like that's something that entrepreneurs need and want and don't always have access to. So I was like, okay, that'll be, that'll be included in part of this. I invested in some of the, um, fancier things, I guess you could say, or the extras that I didn't necessarily have to do, but my, my two cents on this is these are clients. I knew that these were clients that were coming who have potential to renew with me. And so I'm looking at this a, as a marketing opportunity, but B as an opportunity to really wow these clients and make them feel just extremely special because they are. And this was a, you know, for so many of them, some of them are first time moms. And this is the first time they were leaving their kiddos. Some of them haven't left their homes since 2020 and haven't traveled. So it's like, you know, I wanted to really make this, especially like this first one, like a really red carpet experience. So I got them a limo to come to a private dinner at my home that was catered by a private chef. Like we, I just tried to make it as um, personal and as intimate as I possibly could and really make them feel like, wow, this is something that I like really got a lot of value out of. And so that's where I invested my own dollars to make that happen. And that, that for me looks like it, it's a marketing budget, right? So everyone's always like, Oh yeah. Like your marketing budget, Facebook ads, blah, blah. I don't do ads right now. Um, I just, I don't love them. They have not worked for me yet. And I don't have like exponential cash to throw at Facebook ads right now. It's just not how I do business right now. And that's okay. Um, but I do have money to be able to reinvest into clients that have the opportunity to renew with me and to stay with me for the long haul. So yeah, I love that. And that. I'll just share some <laughs> posted in the group about your beautiful retreat. And that's how I found out about you. And now look, you're on my podcast and who knows who will experience you from this. So it's just, I love it. That stuff all blossoms. And yeah, that's just like energy flowing. And I love it. hundred (laughs) percent. I am a big believer in the energy that you put out is returned to you tenfold. And so that's always, I'm always thinking about that when I'm making decisions in the business and how I show up and how I serve. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm so like, you just inspired me to 
just do some really fun things for our retreat. And I'm very much in the dreaming phase, right? Well, we're, we're going to be signing contracts like this week with hotels and places, but, um, yeah, solidifying it all. (laughs) That's so good. So good. Awesome. So, I mean, beyond this year, is it really just about getting team in place, scaling the current programs, living your best mom life? What's in the future for you? (laughs) That's a great question, Kelsey. Yeah, that's a great question. So it is, it is about scaling. It is about growing for me. It's about, um, it's about truthfully, Kelsey, I'm at a point where I'm like, I've got to be able to step back a little bit um, and let other people take some of the responsibility that I have on my shoulders at all times. So it's about hiring a team that works cohesively together, that is all in on the Weber co-vision and our mission to support these women entrepreneurs. So that is my number one priority for the rest of 2020. Um, And yes, of course, to grow and to scale our current programs. I will be adding on an Ascension program. I don't have that yet. So for my members of the Academy, they're they're resigning. We're at a year with a lot of them. So they're just like, we're staying in. We're just going to go for it because we're always adding more. We're always adding on. We have new live calls every week. We're adding to the membership site. So there's always something new. And and in the marketing space, there has to be because things change on us very quickly. Um, So there will be an Ascension program at some point. My goal is for that to be complete in uh, 2022, early 2022. Um, And beyond that, I mean, my, my vision is to be able to take Fridays off and to be able to be a mom and to be able to have a lake house someday where we can go out on the water and ski um, or tube or whatever that may be. That's like, that's like my big vision. Um, I also am working towards starting the Ignite Your Impact Foundation. So that was, that was what my retreat was called. This foundation, my vision for it is that it will help women entrepreneurs who are at the very beginning stages of their business, both financially, but also with mentorship. Um, and so there would be dollars that are contributed to that foundation that are awarded to women entrepreneurs on a yearly basis. And my vision is that there's this like huge gala that happens and past clients are able to come, people are able to buy tickets, et cetera. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's like what I'm working towards. It's like one of my visions for the future for where this company is going. And I always think as a business owner, uh, it's important to have both your own vision for what you want your life to be, because you're, you put in a lot of hours as an entrepreneur, a lot of hours, a lot of dollars, a lot of energy, et cetera. Um, but also it has to be bigger than just you and your personal needs and gains. Um, there has to be something that's outside of you that you're really contributing to, in my opinion. And that doesn't mean you need to go and like change the whole world. That just means that you need to figure out where your, where your specialty is and where your gifts lie to be able to create impact, whatever that needs to be for you and do that in your own unique way. Yeah. I love that. I feel similarly. And I know that my bigger picture didn't really come until recently because I feel like I was so just trying to build the business in order for me to like give myself a normal paycheck. (laughs) Uh And then it was like, Oh, like things are running. Like we're supporting team. Like it, it has grown to this place where like me and my team are very stable and like good. And now it's like, Ooh, we can like dream really, really big. Like the sky is the limit. And I feel like it's now what drives me is more of that legacy work where before it was more of the, let's just get to a really stable foundation, um, in our lives. And it's just cool to see what possibilities are when, you have that stable business underneath you and yes. that's actually profitable and all of those things. So a hundred percent. I could not agree more. 
<sighs> well, good luck with all of the the team stuff. It's a it's a thing. <laughs> it is. It is a thing. Um, I, so I have two businesses. I had my design agency that when I had my son the first time, so it's like kind of a similar place to where you are with like baby stuff. Um, I like got my business running and had team completely supporting every single aspect. So I could take an infinite maternity leave and I only took an eight week maternity leave because I missed work so much, but I designed my business in a way where it was like the business could run without me if it needed to. And Mm -hmm. then it did. And I was like, well, I I'm kind of bored now. So let me start this coaching business and we're building this up now. And yeah, it's just like, when you get the right team in place, anything is possible and you truly get to be that visionary leader. And it's just this whole next thing. It's, it's very cool place to be just excited for you to be able to take that time off and just know it's very, very, very possible if you get out of your own way. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's what I'm learning, Kelsey. That's what I'm learning. You know, I hired Kira to help with onboarding and I hired Meg to help with recruiting. Because did you? I, yeah, I did. I did. I was totally in my own way with that because I like, these are did you find them from my recommendation in the yeah, group? I did. Oh my gosh. I, did. yep, I didn't even I know did. you're working with them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, I did. And I'm so thankful for that because those, like, those are not my strengths. Like I, but I'm very much one who every time I've been hired there and again, small businesses, right? So we don't know what we don't know. And I always believe that there's room for improvement and room to like learn from the past and be able to move forward in the future. Um, so in, you know, past employment situations that I was in, it was like, a, okay, stuff like, here's your role, here's what you do, go do it. Here's our company policies done the end. And so I just kind of learned and I did things and that's just who I am. Not everyone is like that, though. So when I hire people, I'm like, okay, like here it is, go do it. And they're like, hi, I need more direction and guidance. And I'm like, yeah, you do. So anyway, I'm putting in those (laughs) systems and processes, but I'm also like hiring is also not my strength. And so Meg is apparently like a matchmaker for businesses. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Well, go matchmake me, Meg, because I, it's not my strength. Um, and I, um, she was my project manager, like four years ago. And she realized she's like, this is not my strength and I need to hire you a new person. And so the person she hired to like actually take over the agency for my maternity leave is like still with us today. And yeah, she like found the most amazing people and yeah, Meg is so good. And she's been on, if you listen to the podcast, everybody, she's been on like five of our episodes. So go back to any Meg Baker episodes and you'll find some good stuff there. Phenomenal. I love that. That's so good. So good. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is crazy. And also oh, so that's exciting. fun. I had no idea that you were working with them. I sometimes I'll just like throw out their names when anybody says hiring. Cause I'm like, you just need these people. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to hear that you're also going through and working with them too. So yeah. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, is there any last parting words of advice that you want to share with our audience before we sign off here? Uh, I think, Ooh, this is a good question, Kelsey. Um, here's, here's what I would say at each new level of entrepreneurship, you are going to find yourself 
um, and a different challenge and a different, you're going to find a different obstacle, a different roadblock of some kind. What I like to say is that most problems that you experience are solvable, but if you focus on the problem itself and you get sucked down by the energy that that brings it is very difficult for you to be able to move forward. However, if you look at things and say, okay, how can I solve this? What's the solution here? And sometimes that may mean handing it off to somebody else. Hiring was that for me. I was like trying to hire and trying to hire. And I was like, I suck at this. Like, why am I not good at this? And it was frustrating, right? But we're not good at everything. We can't be all things to all people. And we can't be all things to ourselves either. So we have to show up in our biggest and best way of what we know we're really good at and delegate the rest and be able to, to lean into that when we need to. I would also say that if you're at the beginning stages or even in a stage of going, hmm, I think I might be confusing my audience because I'm a little bit confused about what I do. Get clear on your brand because it will make a world of a difference in your results and in the energy that you're putting out into the world um, and in who you're attracting into your business as well. I love that. Clarity is the best. <laughs> so good. Amazing. And I feel like sometimes we just can't get that on our own either, like all the time. No. It's it's very hard to do that on your own and getting that like-minded community around you in order to reflect on is really important too. So yeah. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Amazing. Totally agree with so that. Steph, where can everybody find you on the internet? Yes, you can come and connect with us on Instagram at the Weber Co. You can also follow my personal page, which is Steph and Weber. I use those two a little bit differently and it's kind of fun. And you can also hang out with us in Brand Building Rockstars with the Weber Co. on Facebook. That's our Facebook group community. And I love hanging out in there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Steph, for meeting me and hanging out on this fun podcast meet and greet. And I'm just so excited to continue to watch you flourish and grow this year. And just so many good things to come. So thank you for absolutely. sharing your day with yes, me. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, Kelsey. Well, thank you for having me. It was so wonderful to connect. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you've enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds right now to leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's so simple and helps us so much. This is incredibly helpful for getting the show into more ears so that we can make even more impact. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have an amazing week. You've got this.